Hey, Paganini was a genius. But listen to this. This very recording, played by a nine-year-old girl. In fact, her debut album. Intimidating, I know. It makes you think about what you were doing at nine years old. But don't feel too bad, because today on The Takeaway, we're going to talk about how we can all tap into the extraordinary abilities that come with genius. Celeste Headley spoke with Sarah Chang, the young woman who played that lovely music. She's now 29. And uh, she also spoke, as we're doing this week, with David Shank, author of The Genius in All of Us, Why Everything You've Been Told About Genetics, Talent, and IQ is Wrong. Celeste was most interested in Sarah Chang's early days. So, Sarah, what we just heard is is a surprisingly mature sound but it's also just the sheer technical accomplishment of that is amazing. Um, and I'm wondering what it was like for you the first time you heard somebody call you a genius. You know, actually, that, that recording uh, was made when I was nine, and it was, I was on a quarter-sized violin. So I remember everybody making a really big deal about the fact that I was so young and the instrument was, you know, ridiculously small. So I do remember all of that. Um, I also remember this Newsweek article that ran and for some reason I was included in it and um, they some for some reason declared you know that I was a genius and I remember looking at that thinking this is a mistake. Oh, that's just really interesting. Do you consider yourself, do you think of yourself as a genius? No, God no. No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> no, it makes me laugh. No, of course not. No, I just think that I was very, very lucky to find my path very early in life to have one focused goal um, and to have the right team of people um, around me who were really looking out for me long term. Um, I think in the music industry, um, it is a wonderful industry, but it's also a very competitive and very unforgiving industry. You know, today's concert needs to be better than yesterday's. And right. even when you're practicing, you know, something sometimes, you know, because we're all human, something that worked beautifully yesterday doesn't work today. And that just means that, you know, you sit down and you work on it until and you, if it means that you cancel whatever you have the rest of the day and, you know, you block out your schedule and you work on what it's, it is that you need to work on. It's interesting how matter-of-fact she's talking about this stuff because there's a whole world of people who think that they're doomed to mediocrity who don't know that it's actually just, that at least the steps are that simple and, and having that sense that you just have to be better and you're expecting yourself to be a little better every day. And it really can be as simple as that if you're applying yourself. Sarah, this actually must come up a lot for you because I know that you work with kids um, and, and talk to kids a lot. And I know my own son often Often he'll try something out and he'll say, oh, I'm terrible at that. I'm not good at singing. I'm not good at football. Um, but the whole point of the process and the practice is that you're, you're working to get better. I mean, is this kind of this message that you give to kids who look at you and think of that you as unattainable? Well, the thing is that I, I do work with a lot of kids. I, I go to a lot of schools and we do Q&As. And I, I do talk to them because not all of them will be musicians, and I realize that. But it's more about exposing them to music and exposing them to to enough discipline in any area that they want to focus on. It doesn't have to be music. It can be sports. It can be math. It can be literature. It can be whatever it is. But to focus on one thing that they're particularly good at and to nurture that and to have enough support because, frankly, there are a lot of things that, I, that I'm really lousy at. I can't drive to save my life. I can't cook to save my life. I mean, I, there's, there's so many things I can't do. And rather than... Um, trying. Um, I would rather focus on what I already know that I am good at and that I can um, thrive at doing. And I know that um, it goes against even what my mother thinks. You know, my mom 
put me, you know, um, in gymnastic class, in ballet class, in horseback riding, equestrian classes. She wanted me to do everything, absolutely everything, and she wanted me to excel at everything. And I personally don't think it works that way. I think you need to focus on one or two things that you're really good at and focus your time and energy on that. Yeah, I'm sure your mom's really disappointed in you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. We all ruined are. all her hopes. You know, I have to ask you, when your debut album came out, Sarah, Yehudi Manuin is quoted as describing you as the most wonderful, most perfect, most ideal violinist I ever heard and that's at age 9 or 10 so where do you, I mean if you actually believed your own press where would you go from there there's nowhere to go I know what my parents I, I have to hand it to them they're really good about that they for the longest time until I was in my late teens they will not let me read any of my reviews honestly they absolutely would not let me read any of my reviews and I once asked them why why is that you know people are talking about my reviews they're quoting stuff to me and I would sit there during interviews not knowing what they were talking about because I hadn't read them myself and they told me well if they're good reviews we don't want you to become this impossible prima donna and they said and if it's a bad review you're so young right now and so vulnerable that we don't want it to affect you and we don't want you to lose focus that's 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 uh, your your parents are so healthy and and obviously I, I, you you know how great a job they did at at, uh, at managing and at all this balance which is incredible. But let me just also point out how truly exceptional Sarah is because what what many people out there don't realize is that there's a whole group of what we call child prodigies, which is a word I think is kind of un, un, unhelpful in a certain way. And then there's a whole group of people who, who as adults are great at what they do. And there isn't a heck of a lot of overlap between those groups. An awful lot of child prodigies burn out for a whole variety of reasons. And what we're listening to now is, is a, a woman who used to be a girl who was great as a girl and who somehow navigated this very, very difficult terrain to become also great as an adult. And there's a whole process to that and a whole uh, trick to it. And it's just uh, it's extraordinary that's, that's happened in this case. That is some beautiful trick. And, of course, that's the voice of uh, my good buddy David Schenk. He's the author of The Genius in All of Us. We're going to be talking with him all week. He's our companion in our Genius series. Of course, Sarah Chang, classical violinist who recorded her first album at age nine. Listen to her there. Ooh, just a little more. She's 29 now, performing all over the world. Gorgeous. I almost don't want to talk over it. I guess I have to. <laughs> For more on our genius series. Step on the genius. I know. I feel bad about doing it. But we do want you to know that you can read an, exp- an excerpt from David's book and see audio examples, hear audio examples of genius throughout history. David will be answering your questions on genius all week. We're posting the, post your questions to thetakeaway.org and we'll publish his answers there as well. So what kind of genius do you want to be? In music, like Sarah Chang or biology, salsa dancing? Tell us about it at 8778 mytaker Post to the website at thetakeaway.org. I mean, the great thing about David Shank's book is that you feel like a genius, or at least like there's a path to you being a genius, and that's what we want to get from all of you. Speaking of geniuses, when we ask you to sum up the news events in just six words, you're a genius when you talk about the State of the Union. I hope we still can. On second thought, maybe we can't. Rome wasn't built in a day. This guy lies through his teeth. Quit fighting and get the job done. Our genius listeners, I'm John Hockenberry, joining you from Miami tomorrow. I'm Todd Swilligan for Celeste Headley from Washington. It's The Takeaway. I'm David Remnick, host of the New Yorker Radio Hour. 
there's nothing like finding a story you can really sink into that lets you tune out the noise and focus on what matters. In print or here on the podcast, The New Yorker brings you thoughtfulness and depth and even humor that you can't find anywhere else. So please join me every week for The New Yorker Radio Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm.